can't remember how to shine, lost your confidence, your fight, we've got you. For faith, fitness, and friendship collide for women, by women, this is the She Rugged Podcast. I'm your host, mom, pup mom, athlete, and life performance coach, Michelle Yates. Live loved. What defines us is going to drive us. Do you care about what other people think about you? Are you living under society's clouded vision or God's pure vision? If you think you are living under God's vision, what do you feel he has in store for you and your purpose, your reason for being? Are those things lining up in your life right now, right now as we speak? Are they lining up with his vision? Do you feel he has used the failures or challenges in your past, in your life, to bring you to the now, to bring you right here and right now? Do you use God's love to define you and drive you? I'll say that again. Do you use God's love to define you and drive you? Or are you using other things to define you and drive you? Maybe what people say or things from your past. So maybe this is out of context because some of you aren't really believers yet. And if you can entertain the idea and have heard that God loves you and has created a plan and a purpose for you, continue to follow along. Just entertain that idea. And we hear that in Psalm 139. For you were created by my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Note the fearfully. Like, what does that mean? Like, you should be feared or you should be fearing or what does that mean, right? The Bible says that we are his workmanship. So that's that fearfully and wonderfully made, that we are incredibly unique. He worked on us, thought about us, know how we would look, know what kind of person we would be, our talents, our dreams, our likes, our dislikes. He knows everything about us and there's nobody else like us on the planet. There may be people that kind of look like us. There may be people that kind of act like us, but he loves us just as he created us, every single part of us. And he absolutely has purpose and reason for us. But what the heck is the purpose or reason you're probably saying? Am I doing it? Am I not? How come things aren't really that easy then? What's the deal here? (laughs) So it is that sense of awe in that fearfulness about our uniqueness that doesn't disappear from the day we were born throughout all of our days. So that type of fearfulness. Although God did give us that free will, which is why things aren't always necessarily, um, I want to say, super easy or uh, why the world can be a very evil place because that free will that God has offered even though he knew before we were born, he gave us that free will to make decisions on our own. So that's why, you know, that person left you. That's why that person hurt you because maybe they didn't make the right choice or maybe God had them make that choice in order to propel you a different direction. I don't know. You can ask him when you get there, but I can say that although God did give us that free will, I wonder, is it us that are fearing our own purposes? Is it us fearing stepping out of our comfort zones? Is it us fearing the challenge, the battle, and the risk? Because without risk, 
there is no growth in faith. And we talked last time or in our Bible study, can't remember which one, or one of these podcasts about the five D's that the devil tries to really spill over on us. And, you know, that is absolutely one of us. You know, we're letting the devil define us and drive us because, you know, he's saying, hey, look at these shiny objects over here. And, you know, God just wants to keep you from the good stuff and all of those things. As I know I've mentioned before, what you are doing now is shaping your future. So when you look at your past, what have you brought with you? What good things, what bad things may you have brought with you that are you carrying? What have you held on to? Are they some of the things? Are they none of the things? But even the junk, are you holding on to the junk? You've got some luggage, some baggage, as we say. How about the fears, the failures? You know, my dad said I would never be anything kind of thing. Who listening has a junk drawer? Do you have a lot of junk in your drawer? If you don't clean out your junk drawer, it will eventually overflow, right? You'll just have all that stuff piling up. And then you're just sitting there trying to shut it, cram it, you know, overlook it overflowing. You know, it's half open, half closed. And all the stuff is just pouring out. And you ignore the junk, right? You ignore the fears. You ignore the failures. You ignore the lack of growth. Maybe even ignore the opportunity, the opportunity to serve your purpose because you're living in your comfort zone and you don't want to step out of that nice comfort zone, right? Like life, we have to clean out our junk drawer. We have to self-evaluate. We must strive to align our visions with God's vision, but also act on those visions, right? You can't just think something up. You got to go out there and do it. Mental imagery is such a significant thing when it comes to performance. All the research proves it, especially in athletics, but also in life. That imagery, those visions that you see, that you feel, that you can do. Now, some of them you can kind of propel yourself. Some of them are a gift from God because he speaks to us in our dreams, in our visions, right? We weren't meant to live in our junk drawer. We weren't meant to carry all the junk around. And if there was junk that God may have placed in our path, in our lives, and again, remember, there is free will here. So is it your junk or did God God junk you? <laughs> and he probably wouldn't put it there unless he had a reason, right? So if you can't really like see that pivot, that change, that reason, maybe it was on your own accord, but also God didn't give it to us or give us this free will to be like, haha, they screwed up and now they're carrying around all this junk and this luggage. No, he wants you to call on him for these situations, especially we are human. He knows we're going to screw up. He knows we're going to get some junk accumulated, but he doesn't want it to anchor onto us and onto our baggage. He wants us to rise up over it and to roll out of there. God's love gives us a new understanding of what it means to love ourselves and others. So if you are living the loved life, you know God's got you. God has a purpose for you and you were created to be on this earth for a reason, for a purpose or purposes. And that was very intentional. Well, Michelle, how do we clean out our junk drawers to allow ourselves to love ourselves and love others with this full strength and this patience and love is kind and 
all of these wonderful things that sound great and like Care Bear Land or something, but we struggle to actually achieve. So how, how do we do that? How do we do that without all the junk? The overview to clean out your spiritual junk drawer. I have that right here. So number one, in the same way the Spirit helps us in our weakness, we do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. That's in Romans. And it's specific. It's really specific to prayer and guidance for us and how maybe you don't know, but God knows what's going on in your heart. Maybe you don't know how to say it. Maybe you don't know what to do, but God is going to provide you with that guidance. And I've said this this one before too, the Bible is a great guidebook for no matter what stage of life you are in, you can dive into there, you can look up verses, you can study some of what God has to say in there and help guide and direct you on the right path. Number two, though, is to act on it. Obviously, you can't do anything without action, right? So actions speak louder than words. We all know that. And Jesus tells us, he tells us in the whole Bible, you know, really emphasizes on this. Number one, God comes first in whatever we think or do. So that should absolutely include our purpose. And although this is really difficult because, you know, when you have a struggle in life, who do you run to? You probably run to your friend, your spouse, your whoever, like first, first off the bat. But God says, no, run to me first. Come to me first. You need a little bit of direction change. You need this. You need that. You ask God first. Now, that doesn't mean you can't talk to those other people. It doesn't mean that you might be really in deep and you might need counseling or, um, you know, help. God gave people those tools and those gifts for their purpose to help you. So don't neglect that either. But you go to God first. And then secondly, your spouse comes next. Now that can be really hard because of course, again, you know, you come home, you had a crap day and you know, you're feeling all poopy. You want to go to your husband right away or your spouse and your wife, your whoever, and you want to lean into them and have them be your rock. But God is your rock. God is the one who's going to help us fight always. He's our rock and our salvation. And then there's your kiddos. Those kiddos come lastly, because this is just always a hard thing for some, but I think God had a great outlook on this because how many marriages struggle once the kids are out of the house and they're like, oh shoot, you know, who are you? I don't remember you because the spouses stopped, you know, communicating. They stopped engaging in each other. They stopped putting God first in this dynamic. So as you line up your purposes, keep this lineup in mind. Number three is we probably all heard not to build your house on sand, especially if you've been listening to my podcast. And yeah, that's from the Bible. So great guidance there. God says to build your house on the rock. Get this. The rock is him, people. He is the rock. You build your house on the rock, on his word and his guidance, and you will succeed. You will find that pathway that you need. Will it be easy? No, it will not because he didn't meant, mean for it to be easy, right? Because if everything was easy, then we'd be living in, again, rainbow land with Skittles and cupcakes falling from the air and everything's all lovey-dovey and awesome. It's just not what he intended. If you only have a small space in the world, 
you know, we have this tiny little place, right? In this big, big old world. Like, let's say we're a little jar. But if we fill that jar full of sand before we fill it with the rock, then what happens? That sand, those insignificant, pointless little things overtake the rock. There's no room for the rock. There's no room for God. And the thing is, if you don't clean the sand out, if you don't clean your junk drawer out and maintain that junk drawer, it's going to overflow again. There's going to be more junk in there. So continuously lean into God and lean on his word. And know that you are loved, but you probably aren't living that way. I'm going to say that again, just so it kind of resonates. You are loved. God loves you, but you probably aren't living that way. You may be living in fear. You're trying to control things that are out of your control. You're depending on the sand to love you back, the money, the fancy clothes, or even your comfort zone. It's not going to love you back. There's no growth there. There's no foundation there. But those don't love you back either, right? Absolutely not. Money doesn't love you back. It can be taken away in a heartbeat, right? You still have this emptiness, this loneliness, this need for something, right? Even if you don't believe right now, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh yeah, whatever, like, you know, it's still, there's probably still this, this loneliness, this, um, you know, this wandering about you and, and your soul. And I'm not pointing fingers here because I feel like we all go through these phases, right? We all get distracted by the devil. We all get, you know, discouraged by the devil. There's all those things that come into play and there's nobody pointing fingers here or expressing judgment because that's way above my pay grade. And that is all God's position, right? But if you put God first, if you let him love you, you just may realize that love for yourself too. You may realize your purpose. You may be able to line up your vision with his. And in doing this, loving yourself so you can actually live the ultimate commandment of loving and serving others, does that mean you're going to make a bajillion dollars at whatever he has called you to do? No, I hope so. I, I hope you remember me if you do make a bajillion dollars and you can send some my way. But I'm just saying that hole that maybe you're longing for or that feeling and that emptiness and purpose may be filled, but it may mean a pickup. It may mean a directional change. It may mean, you know, sucking it up and apologizing to your spouse or whatever it may be. So whether you have been distracted by these wonderful shiny objects that easily turn into sand or even burying yourself in the sand, give God a chance to love you. Live loved. Give God a chance and live loved. So again, we have to clean out our junk drawers, people. We have to do some springtime spiritual cleaning going on up in here. We're getting over the Valentine's Day season, and we really need to reflect on loving ourselves so we can love others even better. And we do that by one, putting God first, two, our spouse, three, our kids. And you're probably wondering, where the heck am I in all of that? Then that is a very great and valid question. Where are you in loving yourself in all of this? As Coach Michelle just said, you know, we need to love ourselves to give the world the best of ourselves. 
But not to confuse you, in scripture, it literally says, love your neighbor as yourself. So maybe you hate yourself. Maybe it's not a good thing. Maybe are you supposed to like hate your neighbor? No, that is not accurate. The point here is that throughout the Bible, we are commanded to love others without being told to love ourselves first. So a new commandment I give you, love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. That's in John. So what's this like as yourself stuff? What, what, like, what kind of, how does that translate then? Because what if you hate yourself? Like I said, that's just something people end up kind of overviewing with that. That's, you know, if you read further scripture, it says like in Ephesians, after all, no one ever hated his own body, but he feeds and cares for it just as Christ does the church. So the love yourself and as yourself and should you love yourself first kind of thing, it's pretty straightforward in the Bible. It means that you're supposed to love others too. It means that we love ourselves, that we, it's already assuming that we love ourselves, that we are caring for ourselves. We're reading the Bible and we're using the guidance in, uh, and we're taking care of our bodies and everything that the Bible says. So in in kind of conclusion with all of that, the Bible assumes that we are loving ourselves because we are following God and we are reading this. And as followers of God, he says that we are to love others and to serve others. Now, I'm going to tell you that in the next episode, I'm going to give you some of these self-care, spiritual cleaning tips that you may need to actually live loved, to feel that love to love others and love yourself in no particular order with that. But always, like I said, God comes first. And with loving God, you love yourself and then your spouse, your kiddos, and others. So loving God, you love yourself. That is the assumption. And you are taking care of yourself as you should. But again, Next up are those self-care and spiritual spring cleaning tips that we all need to get those cobwebs out of there and to live our best lives. So stay tuned for that. Brain clutter can add up fast. Find your fight with our She Rugged Empowerment Program. Sign up for our newsletter and get free tips for eating healthy when traveling. Go to our website, sherugged.com and share the love. Subscribe, share, and leave a review for our monthly giveaways. Thanks for listening. Let your light shine.